Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Real people. Real crimes. Real life drama. Do you know why you're here today? To talk about what happened this morning. I have a question. Do I really have to talk about what happened this morning again? Because I've told people and I've told people and it just crushes me every time I say it. So I can't really, I can't really talk about that again. Nine one one. What is your emergency? Um, there was a shootout in my house, and I don't know who's dead, and I'm scared half the death. I was 10 when all this happened. I was so young and so little. Is there anybody else in the house with you? No, I'm, I think I'm the only one alive. I don't know, but I'm scared. I want my mom. I live with my mother, that's Michelle Conrad. I lived with my stepfather, Brian Conrad, and then my older brother, Zach Doan. I had a dog named Molly. And my stepdad, Brian, was a farmer. And then my mom was also six months pregnant. I so hope my mom is not dead. <laughs> that night, I was having a nightmare. And I remember, like, hearing the gunshots in my dream. But, like, when I woke up, it didn't end. The gunshots were actually going off in my house. My mother started screaming, screaming and screaming and screaming. I jumped out of my bed, and I went and crouched down by my door. That's when I had heard footsteps. It was very loud. He was stomping. 
I just remember popping up as fast as I could and just taking two leaps back into my bed and just freezing. He fired two rounds off at me. I had one of them graze my left leg and my left arm. He turned to my brother's room and I just remember gunshots going off and my brother moaning. I played dead for two and a half hours. I was just like, I can't just lay here. I need to do something. So I just proceeded out the door and started dialing 911. Can you just put somebody out yes, here? Somebody's coming, honey. Somebody's coming. I just couldn't get there fast enough. I'm cold. I'm very cold. I could not get there fast enough. I heard my mom scream. <laughs> what in the world could have taken place, and why is she the only one on the phone? I want my mom. Robin's home in Pampa, Texas, is literally in the middle of nowhere. So you have to wonder, why this family? Why this farmhouse? Whoever the shooter was, whatever his reason for gunning down an innocent family in cold blood, he probably didn't count on one thing. He left behind a witness. A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24 7 professional home monitoring for less than $1 a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It felt so long before they got there. Okay, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. I just 
kept looking and looking and looking and hoping to see, you know, someone coming to my rescue. All I want right now is my blanket and my pillow. I'll never forget when I turned down the driveway. I see him. I see him. This child on a phone about a shooting. She ran straight to me. I hugged her. As distraught as she was, she's very articulate, just telling me in, in absolute detail what was going on and what she heard and, and everything. He told me everything was going to be okay. They were going to figure it out. We're obviously not going in the house with her. I got to secure her somehow out here in the middle of nowhere. So I put her in my patrol car and locked it. All the cops had their guns drawn and they were going to clear out the house to make sure no one was in there and to go see who was alive and who was not alive. Any crime scene that you go into, you know, it's the ultimate whodunit. One comment we made when we first got there is, this is like the all-American family. Everything was in place. The coffee was set to come on the next morning. Mom, dad, children, getting ready for the birth of a child. The east door to the residence had been kicked in, and whoever entered that residence at that time immediately went to shooting. Brian had been shot three times, and Michelle had been shot six times, and the dog had been shot twice. I guess I kept playing games with myself in my head. When is my mom gonna walk out of there? When is Brian gonna walk out of there? Where's Molly? I wanted all of my family to walk out of there okay, just like I did. How that bullet missed Robin, I do not know. It struck a little drawer next to her bed. Zach had been shot three times laying in his bed. Appeared Zach never woke up and Zach never knew what hit him. I would never ask the question, who's still alive? I, I wouldn't do it, like I just, I just wouldn't do it. Chief Deputy looked at me and we looked at each other and he said, go be with that little girl. And uh, I just wanted to take care of her best I could. I said, is there anything I can do for you, Robin? And she said, I want to feed my animals. And I said, I've fed animals before. <laughs> Let's go feed animals. Maybe it's just pure survival, you know? Coming from one situation that's just so traumatic to a diversion. I just remember him helping me feed. I laughed at the amount of alfalfa hay he tried to give my goats because he, it was like in a large amount, and I said, no, no. She just blew me away. She completely flipped a switch and was absolutely bragging about it. her animal got first or second in this, and her brother got first and second with his animal. Once we leave the corrals and that moment's over, the switch flipped again, and it was right back to reality. And, and, and she's immediately back to crying and cold, and she grabbed my forearm. Finally, like, I kind of got the courage to just come right out and say, Mom and Brian aren't 
aren't gonna walk out of there, are they? Hmm. Broke the law enforcement people's hearts when they had to tell me no, that they weren't walking out of there. I was the only one that could walk out of there still alive. Zach never woke up, and he never, he never knew what was going on. So I'm thankful that he didn't have a chance to hurt. I'm really thankful for that. Right after it all had taken place, I went to my great-grandma's house. It was just family after family, after friends, after people, and everybody was crying, and, you know, people were yelling at the top of their lungs, saying, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? And I couldn't answer questions because I was just scared. I really don't want to go to sleep anymore. Okay. It makes me to where I'm too scared. I really don't want to go to sleep. Okay. So, okay. I got put in a room with one of the advocates at the bridge. There was a microphone in the room and there was a camera in the room. He had shot in my room and missed me. Okay. And so I had to pretend like I was dead two whole hours. Everything was videotaped to make sure that they had it for evidence and stuff like that. Did anybody say anything? Could you hear anybody talking? Nobody talked. They asked me, what do you remember? Can you describe what he looked like? I don't know this for sure, but I thought I saw a white, white, white eyes, white face. Okay. My question to the other investigators was, I need to know if she heard shots, and if so, approximately how many shots did she hear? And when he shot, I saw a flash. She never hesitated in her answer of 15 shots. And through the course of the crime scene investigation, 15 fired rounds were found inside the home. Something that you'd hope no 10-year-old getting woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning would have indelibly burned into their memory. I can't talk about it. It's, it's too heartbreaking. One of the things that our officers were very concerned about was the safety of Robin. Because you have to remember at this point, we had no idea who had done this, why it had happened, or where those people might possibly be. They put us in a shelter kind of thing. It was my biological dad, my stepmom at the time, my stepsister at the time, and myself. You had to be buzzed in. There was cameras all outside of it. I understood that it was for my own safety. I was not allowed to leave except to go to the funeral. We knew there would be an outpouring of the community at the service, and indeed there was. Everyone loved the Conrads. They were what we would call in the panhandle, salt of the earth kind of people. They were real people that we loved and cared about, and they cared about others. I just remember sitting there, and I would just look at one casket, and I'd look at the second casket, and then I would turn and I'd look at the third casket, and I would do it all over again. It wasn't fair to sit there and look at that. 
I was at the funeral. We did have surveillance set up at the church, just looking for suspicious people. No leads were developed through the funeral services. The anxiety and fear among the community went through the roof. People were afraid that there was somebody on the loose that could actually come into their home and do the very same thing. So people were certainly making sure their doors were locked. People who kept guns in their homes were making sure they were close by. We're trying to let the evidence speak to us. We had the shell casings. We have a lot of blood evidence. We found several shoe prints. There were some tire tracks that we located on the property. What investigators didn't have was any DNA or fingerprints. They knew it wasn't a burglary, so they had to look for another motive. There was one theory that it was a drug hit that uh, had got the wrong house. Well, all the leads were, were hitting dead ends. There was no rhyme or reason for why this may have happened. We all sat around and wondered, wow, who did this? What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I received a call from a family member trying to reach out to my mother, but was unable to do so. So I, I, I called the house and my mother's cell phone. I uh, didn't get an answer, but wasn't alarmed at first. Around lunchtime that day, I decided to leave work and drive to the house to see if I could find them. Once I get to the house, a relative is standing outside and he tells me that my mother and grandfather had been murdered. My mom was a very loving and caring mother and was my best friend. And my grandfather was always supportive, always there for me. I had just recently lost my father as well. You definitely feel like you've lost everyone in your life. Orly McCool and Don McCool were the two victims in the house. A relative found Orly McCool lying in the floor with blood, and once I stepped in, 
I found a bullet casing and saw a shell lying on the floor and saw Miss McCool downstairs. The shell casings that were there were of a strange, I believe like a Russian ammunition. And it wasn't something you buy at Walmart or somewhere like that. It was a different kind of ammo. We were looking at the ammo, the shell casings, and one of the other deputies there that does a lot of the crime scenes and said, I just took a burglar report from the night before from uh, Scott King, just lives down the road. Well, Mr. King had reported that his son Levi had come into the house while he was gone and broke into his uh, gun safe and stole several guns. And some of the ammo was the same kind. Once investigators had recognized those shell casings, they had their suspect, 23-year-old Levi King. Law enforcement knew Levi King well. He had been in prison for burglarizing a neighbor's home and then burning it down. He was sentenced to 14 years in prison, but he served less than three before he was sent to a halfway house. He disappeared from that halfway house and was on the run just a week before the bodies of the McCools were found. So we started trying to piece stuff together. One of the family members also said that uh, the Orly and Don McCool's pickup, uh, Dodge Dakota pickup, was gone. So it was entered into the computer system nationwide as stolen. We had a warrant signed for Levi at, I want to say, like 11 o'clock that night. And that warrant was issued in the computer for nationwide pickup. None of us knew why this had happened. It, it did feel completely random. Law enforcement had kept us abreast of the situation and had informed us that they had identified uh, Levi King as a suspect. He needed a way to, um, you know, escape the area. And so I, uh, they believed that he had targeted my grandfather's house as well as the, the truck for transportation. Levi King was found in the truck by the Border Patrol in El Paso. He admitted having guns in the back. Well, that drew their attention. They ran the tags, found out there was a stolen truck with a possible suspect from a murder inside. So they detained him there at El Paso PD um, and actually interviewed him. So El Paso police held and questioned Levi King until the Missouri investigators could arrive. Just 15 minutes into that interview, Levi King calmly confessed to killing Orly McCool and his daughter-in-law, Dawn, but he couldn't fully explain why. Before I uh, even realized it, I mean, I uh, just pointed it at him and fired. How many times did you fire? Just once. He, he spun and fell over. You walk by to the door and you see this woman. Why, um, explain to me why you shot at her. I was scared. I was, I mean, I didn't know what was going to happen to me. You know, I was panicking. We get to El Paso PD. We are met by the detectives that are working the case. I observed Levi standing there, knew him, said his name. He knew who I was. We both acknowledge each other. 
We loaded him up in the pickup up and headed back towards Missouri. During a conversation with Levi, he described that even hours later, he could still smell the gunpowder, the sweat, and the blood, describing it as a feeling that was probably better than any drugs he'd ever done. I want to say within the next week or two, I had been told by a couple of the uh, detention officers there in the jail that, that Levi had asked to see me and speak with me. We got him out of the cell, took him to the outdoor exercise yard, and somewhere in that conversation, within the next few minutes, Levi made the statement, you know there's four more in Texas. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. At a point in time, Levi King says, you know, there's four more in Texas. I didn't know whether to believe him, to not believe him. He'd been in our jail for approximately two weeks and nobody was hunting him, nobody was questioning him. So I don't know why he made that statement. Describing the location of the murders, he, he talked about the big cross in Texas. I knew exactly what he was talking about. There's only a couple that are that big that stand out like that. So Don Ruby reached out to investigators near that cross in the Texas Panhandle to see if there were any open homicides. There were the murder of Robin's family. It didn't take long to piece everything together. After killing the McCools and driving 500 miles, Levi King decided it was time to kill again. The phone call that we received from the Pineville Sheriff's Office in Missouri blew open the case for us. We find out that Levi had gone in and killed Orly and Don McCool and taken their vehicle and driven down through Oklahoma to Interstate 40. At some point in time, Levi decides that he's gonna exit the interstate and looks over and sees the farmhouse belonging to the Conrads. 
and pulls in, kills Brian and Michelle and Zach, and shoots at Robin, thinking he's killed Robin. If there was ever a case where a man deserved to die, it was Levi King. But first, Levi King would have to face justice in Missouri for the McCool murders. There, he took a plea deal. To avoid execution, he agreed to two consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. In Texas, he also took a guilty plea, but the DA refused to take the death penalty off the table. The purpose of this trial was only to see what sentence he was going to get. It was about whether he was going to be executed or whether he was going to go back to Missouri and spend the rest of his life in prison. I was 14, about to turn 15, when trial was taking place. I understood that we were in court for the death penalty. You know, I told them, okay, he did this to my family, so yeah, okay, go for it. Always in death penalty cases, what you don't want the jury to be stuck with is this picture of a person as a killing entity, an evil entity. The first thing we, we had to figure out how to do was to turn Levi from a monster into a human being. Are you Levi Alexis King? Yes, sir, I am. Levi had been bipolar at least since adolescence. At varying times, he had um, other diagnoses for depression, for uh, bipolar with, with some amount of psychosis. And then I believe it, it, at some points in time, he, he had a schizophrenia of, of diagnosis. Levi King was one of seven children. Early on, he showed signs of serious antisocial behavior, setting fires and killing animals. And drug use in his home was rampant. His father introduced him to hard liquor and marijuana, and by his teens, Levi King had moved on to meth and heroin. And the place he called home, you'd have to see it to believe it. The environment in which he grew up in, and just the overwhelming poverty and despair. Until we went up there and actually walked around in it, you just could not get a feel for it. It, it was truly frightening. The first thing you noticed was just filth. The insulation was just black and melted. There was one wall that just had this, this massive display of ceremonial knives and swords. There was lots of guns and knives, and, you know, regardless of whether they had food or not, they had money for ammunition. The defense did um, a very good job to paint Levi as this poor, pathetic, mistreated, sad little person. There's a whole lot of other people out there in this world that have grown up in the same type of environment that Levi did, or even worse than Levi did, and they don't go on killing sprees. Levi King kills people because he likes the smell of blood. 
He kills people because he likes that smell of gun smoke. He doesn't care. I was going to be sitting in front of a murderer who had killed my loved ones. And to testify, I didn't want to, but I knew that I needed to for my family's sake. I was the only one that got to walk out of that house. They didn't, and they needed a voice too. Before she goes in to testify, she's absolutely scared to death. I just look at her and I said, Robin, we've got your back. Go do what you need to do, tell the truth, and just realize we're right outside this door. He will never get to you. I tried to avoid looking at Levi King as long as I possibly could, and finally I couldn't resist the urge anymore because I wanted to see who had actually done this. And so I looked at him, and the stare that I got back was the worst feeling of my entire life. He is very cold. He's very blank. And essentially, it just felt like he was staring a hole right through me. When Robin testified, The hard part about Robin testifying was to see the pain that that precious little girl had to go through and endure, and then to see her say, I've endured this, but you're not taking my life away from me. I am not giving you that kind of control. I don't want to live with being bitter and being angry all the time for what had happened, I did forgive Levi King because me forgiving Levi King, it was my sense of peace and it was my sense of this is how I was raised and this is my family coming out. We present the evidence. The defense has their time to present their case. And we asked 12 people to make a very, very difficult decision to either take or not take a man's life. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
you ask the question why, and that's the question that sometimes haunts you forever. Why? Why this family? Why this day? Why this time? We may never know. Probably the hardest part for people to deal with on these types of crimes, the randomness of it, the lack of motive, is to understand that there truly are people out there who are just plain evil. Levi King is one of those people. I'm asking 12 people to sentence this man to death. This was a horrible crime, and we knew we had to be honest with the jury. We tried to get to him and say, look, he will never walk as a free man, ever. That that is punishment, and he will never harm anyone else again. For years, I lived and breathed this case. And despite your best efforts, you don't always get it right. The jury deliberated for approximately seven to eight hours, and they came back and said that they wanted to give him life without parole. One of them wanted to give him life without parole. The rest of them wanted him to have the death penalty. I credit that with giving the, the eventual one holdout enough strength to, to hold out. I don't think we ever believed we'd get a life verdict. I thought the best we would get would be a, a hung jury. Just the look on Lynn's face that almost looked like that she had failed us, but she really didn't. Lynn Switzer fought for my family, and that's something I will never be able to thank her enough, and all the law enforcement that was involved and sat on the stand. Either way, ultimately I'd still won, and my family had still won. Levi King would be extradited back to Missouri to serve that sentence. So I was fine with him being in Missouri because Texas is my state. I don't want you back in my state. You've already done your damage here. Pampa is home. It's where my mom and Brian and my dad all raised me. So to leave, I felt like I was being a coward and I was running from my problems and running from what happened. It's not saying that I want to stay there forever because I don't. <laughs> Robin tries very hard to not be a victim. But occasionally, I see glimpses of that scared little girl in Robin. I really don't want to go to sleep anymore. Okay. It makes me to where I'm too scared. I really don't want to go to sleep. The fear is still there, and it's still very real. I really hate being alone because I feel like that's when my mind wanders the most, and I think the worst thoughts of what if I could have done this or what if I could have done that. Should I have gone and woke up Zach? I think it impacts her every day. Robin has to deal with um, nightmares still. She has to deal with repetitive memory of what happened to her. She told me all the time she remembered her mom screaming. There were times when she'd text me at night and say, you know, I hear things going on, and she was very 
very scared whenever um, noises would happen. And just because she doesn't show it on the outside, I think that she obviously has to deal with it on the inside. I am very superstitious, I guess. The day that everything happened, I had on socks and I had on long sleeves and long pants. I will not sleep in long sleeves, long pants, or socks now. I will not sleep with my door open because I feel like there's a figure of a person standing in my doorway. I'm scared of the dark. When I walk into the house and I know that I'm there by myself, I will go through every single nook and cranny in the house to make sure that there's no one in there. The dates that are really hard are birthdays. Zach's birthday, mom's birthday, Brian's birthday. Even my birthday is hard because I don't like celebrating it without them. I just have those days where I want my mommy or want my stepdad or want my brother and want things to go back to being normal and you just can't help but burst out into tears. Robin is 21 years old. She's lived off and on with her biological father and an aunt and now lives with friends. No place has felt like home since the day Levi King walked into her life. Robin briefly tried counseling, but she didn't find it helpful. I felt like I didn't need to talk to someone. If I wanted to talk to someone, I'll talk to my family or put a law enforcement person in front of me, I'll talk to you. But a psychiatrist, no thanks. I don't need someone to pat me on the back and tell them, you know, ask me, oh, how do you feel? I don't need that. I don't expect you to pity me, and I don't want you to because that's not how I am. I want to be just like everybody else. So how does Robin move past the memories of that horrible day? There's a group of people determined to help her, maybe the only people who really understand what she's been through. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The heroic things that Robin did to survive that day and to survive that incident will always stick in my mind. When that investigation was through, we weren't through. The law enforcement community surrounded Robin. We wanted to give her a mechanism of people that she could go to if she had questions, if she had issues, if she just wanted to talk. 
everybody in the law enforcement field got together and, and raised funds to start a scholarship program for her. I'm thrilled to death every time that phone rings and I see Robin's name on it. It's always with a sense of joy because uh, she has a special place in my heart, and she always will. They treated her like their little sister. They just have big hearts. They carry big guns, but they have big hearts. When you go through things as traumatic as this experience was, you have a bond. And I, I connected with her. We did keep in contact. And later on, when she turned 16, Robin <clears throat> invited me to her birthday party. You know, I revisit that place, and I've always had this hesitation. Is seeing me a happy day or a tragic day? I have had a really good relationship with Chad. When I hug him, every time I see him, it's that same hug I got the day that he came and he was the first one to me. And it's just the most heartwarming. It's like a safe place. I don't let what happened keep me down. No. No. Mm -mm, sorry. That's not me. That'll never be me. I played basketball. I played volleyball. I played softball. Ran track. I was a cheerleader. I like being a leader. Okay, bye. <laughs> we have had a lot of moments, Robin and I, that we have been together. For prom, she came and got ready at my house. I was, of course, there for her graduation. Just things that I know that she's going to need a mom for. She says that her mom won't be there for her wedding, and I just want to be there for her. I call Denise my adopted mom. I look to Denise for everything, whether it be homework, a new boyfriend, oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear today to school. Every little thing to every major thing. That's when I look to Denise. She has this positive outlook on life. She has one of the most caring hearts that anyone could ever see. And I believe that Robin needs to be in a field with caring and helping people. I made the statement many times back then, and I still make it today, that I hope the good Lord keeps me around long enough to see why he kept Robin Doan on this earth. Because it's got to be an incredible special reason, and I hope I get to witness that. I could honestly not tell you why I was left, why I was the only one that survived. I couldn't tell you. Whether it be I'm able to tell people there's nothing that you can't get through. Maybe if I get married one day and have kids, if it's to help my kids get through life or help other people in the world, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what my purpose is, but it's gonna be great when it, when it comes.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. Join me, 48 Hours correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the secrets within families, cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved. Enjoy My Life of Crime on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on Wondery Plus.